Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Today, Ricky and Pam join me and we talk Cinco de Mayo at Walt Disney World. We give you some ideas as to where to get some great Mexican food and some Mexican adjacent food, maybe some Spanish food, what resort you might want to visit to get in that vibe for Cinco de Mayo, where to get a good margarita on property, and of course, where to see some attractions and to Get some live entertainment to get you in the mood for Cinco de Mayo here in 2023. As always, our podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Swing by the website this weekend over at themagicforless.com. The agents are standing by to help you plan a magical Disney vacation. So just fill out that free, no obligation quote form, and we'll take it from there. We'd love to help you plan that trip right now. So just swing by the site, themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click supports everything we do throughout the year. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You guys are amazing, and you allow us to do what we do here on the show. And our patrons get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to join us, we'd sure love to have you this week. Come on over. Patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2,281 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Friday to you and Happy Cinco de Mayo, and may the 4th be with you a day late. Hopefully, may the 4th is still with you. That'd be great. You know today's Revenge of the 5th. No, right? it is. It is. I forgot about How that. How am I the yes. one that knows this? I just would like to throw that out there. It's me who came up with Revenge of the 5th. Just saying. Yeah. But, okay, so you got these two competing holidays. Do you have you have Revenge of the 5th and Cinco de Mayo? Cinco de Mayo trumps Revenge of the 5th by a long shot. Absolutely. Totally. Yes. But re- hope your fifth is revenging today if you celebrate and everything is going well. And you're happy Friday for all those people that are just kind of boring. So, uh, yeah, no, we love you. We're going to have a good time. And today we're going to talk about celebrating Cinco de Mayo around Walt Disney World, where you can enjoy, you know, uh, some good times with some Mexican food and, you know, Mexican traditions around the Walt Disney World Resort. So we're going to have some good time today. So grab some chips and queso and guac and a margarita and let's get going. So joining me today to have some fun on one of my favorite days of the year, to be honest, it's going to be wild at LS Teca out in O'Fallon, Missouri on Technology yeah. Drive. We have Ricky. Ricky, happy Friday. What's up? Happy Friday. Uh, yeah, I uh, I am ready to celebrate. I'll have the chips all ready to go. They're going to be warmed up and let's do this. I'm excited. All righty. And also joining us, we have the co-owner of the Magic for Less Travel, Pam Forrester. And Pam, I I know this is kind of a Thanksgiving thing, but it's kind of a crossover, right? It's like a it's like a, a mashup or a you know a remix that on Thanksgiving you always talk about that place in your neck of the woods that makes the burrito that's like a Thanksgiving burrito. Now, do they do that at Cinco de Mile where you can like be, you know, Disney does halfway to Halloween? Like, I mean, it's like almost halfway to Thanksgiving at this point. So you can do the burrito on Cinco de Mayo. I What's that all about? I mean, it, that'd be a great way to celebrate, maybe. I know. So every now and then, it's called a gobblerito. Oh, my God. And I need that in my I life. I can't believe I've never had one of those. <laughs> so they take um, a soft burrito shell, right? And they stuff it with 
turkey oh. and potatoes and stuffing and gravy and corn and put it smother it in gravy and serve it with more gravy and cranberry sauce so um i know right um and mad max is the company that does it and every now and then they throw out like okay we're gonna have gobbleritos tomorrow or we're gonna have gobbleritos this weekend they don't have them all the time oh my gosh um so i'm you know we had one in the last couple of weeks um there was it was available so yeah i know well, it's good you need to bring that that and permanti brothers to st louis a little taste of pittsburgh <laughs> Because I follow them on social media and it just kills me. I need something with uh, fries on it. You know, I need a sandwich. The white bread. <laughs> I'm ready. Yes, every, well, plus, and I always say this, but the um, in Pittsburgh, when you get a salad, the Pittsburgh salad also has fries on it. So oh, Bring oh, it yeah. on. I couldn't do it every day, but I could do it most days. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, how did you guys go out on Cinco de Mayo? How do you guys, uh, you know, typically frequent a crazy here's the thing like our local mexican restaurants are like you know just regular mexican restaurants we go to one in a strip mall just like las fuentes was before we moved and uh you know it's it's not wild or anything it's just typical mexican restaurant owned by a family in a in a strip mall you know but but las fuentes on cinco de mayo in the back would have a dj and like it'd be just pumping like a nightclub and it was wild on cinco de mayo just for that one day i don't know how it is in pittsburgh how's it go out there yeah, things get a little crazy um, on Cinco de Mayo at all the restaurants that sort of have Mexican food. Um, we have, we're lucky enough to have a few good ones, um, but yeah, they do. Sometimes we're into it, you know, and especially too, it sort of depends on like what day of the week it falls on. Yeah. I think uh, a weekend Cinco de Mayo tends to get a little more crazy oh, yeah. than a weekday Cinco de Mayo for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a battle for the table tonight. I'm telling you, man, it'll be like you, you might have to slip a five dollar <laughs> bill to the Mater D, and they don't have a Mater uh-huh. D, so it's going to be a challenge. It's only five dollars. Yeah, so I'm I just think it'll be like at least a twenty. No. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's no Mater D, so there will be no five dollar slippage. But I would give twenty dollars for a good booth because the place is we go to LS Tech. It's super small. There's probably only twenty booths in the whole place. So you're just we're going to be bumming. So that's why we'll probably go at three thirty. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've probably already had dinner while you've listened to the show, and it's probably lunchtime. So there you go, and I've celebrated, and I'll celebrate, continue to celebrate at home on my deck. Anyway, so today, we're jumping in. We're going to talk celebrating Cinco de Mayo at Walt Disney World, which I have done quite a few times because the Summit Cheerleading Championships tend to happen over Cinco de Mayo, because they're usually around the very beginning of May. Um, the Summit Cheerleading Championships just wrapped up this past weekend down at Walt Disney World. So, unfortunately, <clears throat> this year, Mallory did not do All-Star Cheer, so we were not down there. But her gym was down there, and they did very well, so shout out Platinum Athletics. But this year, the way the calendar worked, they're all home. D2 Summit, which is the smaller gyms around the country, they get to celebrate uh, Cinco de Mayo this year down at uh, Walt Disney World. So shout out to the small gyms at D2 Summit this weekend. Good luck and celebrate over in Mexico. But... uh let me ask Pam, have you done Cinco de Mayo? I'm sure you have many times because you're down there so frequently, yeah. but what are your tips? So I I think too, I mean, I think when you're coming into something like this, you just have to be prepared that all the places you thought about celebrating Cinco de Mayo, there's probably a whole bunch of your friends that are down there true. too that have thought about celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, that's true. So, but Be prepared. 
So, but that's the beauty of Cinco de Mayo. It's right? about the people, yeah, though. You want to be, be yeah. No. It's not a solitary you're event. To, yeah, you're supposed to have fun with everybody. Yes. Exactly. But it becomes a challenge, right? I mean, because you're right. Like, if say Cinco de Mayo lands on a, t- you're right. This year is a challenge because it's a Friday. Like, you're, dude, yeah. it, it's it's gonna be hard. But the thing is, if it lands on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, you know, and it's you know it's Wednesday, May fifth on on a you know a random year people aren't thinking about going necessarily to like El Cava del Tequila at 11 o'clock in the morning. People aren't rope dropping that. Some people are, don't get me wrong. Oh, I understand. Some people are definitely rope dropping Absolutely. That, yes. Some people are, and I understand, but on Cinco de Mayo, you gotta, you gotta commit to that because that is, and, and I've rope dropped, not, not Cava del Tequila, but I've rope dropped, you know, getting a margarita at Mexico so I can get the picture on social media right at 11 o'clock in front of the big pyramid in Mexico because I wanted it. I was there. I'd been at the park since park opening. I'd already had some empanadas. I was ready to go. I was celebrating. It's my holiday. So that's one of those things that you do have to commit to it early on Secret of Mile because the thing is everybody's on vacation at Walt Disney World, right? I right. mean, you're not the only one that's on vacation everybody's on vacation. So everybody's going to want to get a drink and celebrate and post it on social media right away. Cause you know, it's, it's much better to post your margarita, like your Fiesta margarita. That's the frozen one. It's got the three colors at 11 o'clock in the morning. Right. When everybody back at home is like 10 o'clock in the morning, you know, and they're teaching school and you're sitting there drinking a margarita. They're like, what? You know, that's the (laughs) ultimate, you know, gotcha kind of thing. I I was so mean back then. But this year I will never do that. So, Ricky, what about you? Give some tips. Like, where can we go to get some good Mexican food, drinks, experiences? Let's talk about it all. So the first tip I'm going to give you is if you do want to go to La Cava, uh, which is at the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot World Showcase, they will more than likely, I mean, that is going to be packed. Uh, They will more than likely have a special, like, entrance and um, line for you to go into so that way uh, they can you know pump people through a little bit faster so um, just know that um, you know La Cava is going to be completely packed however there is uh, another option and there's a great uh, margarita stand that's outside of the actual like you know pyramid uh, so you can go to that um, and grab your margarita uh, if that's all you're really looking for. Uh, again, the line will be long, uh, but you know it probably since all they're doing is pumping out margaritas there, you know it'll it'll go probably a little bit faster. Um, but who knows? So uh, if if that's all you want is uh, that margarita, the picture you know with the margarita, uh, I would consider that booth outside for sure. Um, again, it'll be busy because people see it and they'll be passing it so of course and with it being Cinco de Mayo yes people will be like hey let's get a margarita uh but you know that that's going to be another great option for you absolutely and they, they do go quickly at the stand outside because basically yeah. I think they're just making frozen margaritas out of the margarita so. machine they're just pulling the thing and you know yeah. making the transaction it goes rather quickly so Pam yeah. let's let's talk some more suggestions for for having fun on Cinco and celebrating the holiday I think that um, if you want to head over to Coronado Springs, I think there's a lot of locations there that would be a good place to celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Um, You have Cafe Rick's, you have, of course, Maya Grill. Um, You can get some smooth, smooth jazz. Correct. And great. They, They have a great menu. And the thing is, it's really easy to get in there. I don't know about on Cinco de Mayo, but I think we've gone there. On We have, actually. 
We've gotten in day of on Cinco de Mayo and had dinner there at a reasonable time. So yeah, during there, there's that. And there's lots of locations there. So like if your plan didn't work out that you could go to one location, you know, you can go to another. But I think, you know, while there are, you know, definitely like it's definitely Spanish influence, yes. right? At that whole throughout the resort. So I think there's lots of ways to celebrate Cinco de Mayo, but I think just having that backdrop sort of makes it that much more cool. There's lots of great restaurants. Heck, even their quick service locations are are not bad locations. And Three Bridges, of course, is a location that um, you can walk up to as well. But I just think, you know, you can't go wrong with that resort. And I think it would help sort of just add to the celebration for sure. Right. And they have frozen margaritas at their poolside bar at Coronado, which you could walk over there, get one of those frozen margs and just walk around because that resort is beautiful, you know, over at the dig site pool. And it is, you know, just chill out there. You know, you just just enjoy the place. You know, they also have that. that was it Siestas? I th- no, Siestas might be the poolside bar. Well, what's the little bar that's right there outside of um, El Centro? It's it's right there outside of the main area. It's just uh, it's a little square. It's a really nice little bar, and they've been using it a lot lately. The oh man, Laguna. Laguna, yeah. yes, Laguna. So that'd be I mean that'd be a cool place to go. I mean because the thing is you got to be you got to kind of think off the beaten path if you're going to be down there and right. it's you know it's a holiday that'd be a good place to go and you know pair that with you know get a good meal at. Um, it, it Maya Grill, they have great fajitas. They had the margarita flights back on. They have a tequila flight, you know, or you could go and just have a drink out there and just because I mean that water, that lagoon is beautiful over there, especially at night at sunset. Oh, if the weather's nice, great place to go. Yeah, it is. So obviously, we could also talk about places that have good Mexican food around Walt Disney World. If you're looking for food and atmosphere combined, Vero Mike in the live chat has kind of the ultimate experience. San Angel Inn yes. inside the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot. They, they don't have your, this is just me because again, I like kind of just regular Mexican food like burritos, enchiladas, beans, rice, guac, you know, that kind of stuff. They tend to have kind of fancier Mexican food. At least they name it that, you know, like I, I don't necessarily know what everything is on the menu, but most Mexican food tastes similar. You know, it, it's kind of all derived from the same ingredients. So the one thing is it's great atmosphere. It reminds me very much of Blue Bayou at Disneyland because it's super dark and you really don't know what you're eating because um, you can't see it very much because you got a candle. I, it's so bad that I'm getting so old. I it's keep, so dark in there. It is so it's dark because so- I got to use my phone to read the menu and I feel like I'm 90 because it's, dude, it is so Brian and dark. I had to do it too, so don't feel bad and, you know. You're, yeah, you're, right. It is. We're not that far behind you, but we're far dark. enough behind you. <laughs> and I see, but the thing is when I ride, um, El, not El Rio Del Tiempo, but... Uh, What's it called? Oh, wow. so, you know, <laughs> oh, Grand Fiesta Tour. Grand Fiesta Tour. I see people do that all the time when I'm swinging no, by. Rio, <laughs> We've gone no, back no, in no, time. No, 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 Anyway, but I see people doing it all the time. Anyway, so, but the food there is really good. And it's got, I mean, that has probably the best top three atmosphere of any restaurant at Walt Disney World. And especially for Cinco de Mayo. It's perfect. I mean, it's right. It's night yeah. Yeah, all the time. It's just, that is like the coolest place to eat on Cinco de Mayo, which I've been there many times for the 4th of July. Ironically enough. I don't know why, but go there. So that's a great place. Let's talk other. So we've mentioned Maya Grill. Let's go other restaurants where you can get good Mexican food on property. Even if you got to go counter service, let's think outside the box. 
Ricky, think outside the box. What's another place? So I'm, I'm obviously going to go. I'm, I have two that are like quick servicey. One is obviously the La Cantina de San Angel, which is outside of, you know, the, the pyramid. Um, they have lots of great options there. So um, they have tacos, they have empanadas, they have nachos, um, you know, black beans, um, you know, lots of great choices. I've actually gotten the empanadas con queso, which is part of the kids menu before. Dude, those, those empanadas are, are good. I get those yes. a lot. Those things are solid. I'm just saying. I've just gotten the kids menu version so that way I can snack around World Showcase. No, I get the full on. The, but yeah. they have the full on, yeah. But the other option I'm going to throw out there as a choice that, you know, not many people may think of, at least originally, is, you know, it is Flower and Garden, and there's always a, um, you know, booth outside of the Mexico Pavilion serving some sort of tacos or something like that um, as part of the Flower and Garden Festival. So that may be an option as well if you're looking for something quick uh, to kind of go with. So, you know, that, that could be something to consider. And I believe that booth had a, had a margarita as well, like a specialty I'm margarita. Sure it I, does. I'm almost positive yeah. it did when yeah, I went by. It usually does. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But I can't remember what kind it was. Because I looked at it and I thought, I mm, it, it was expensive. So I didn't get it. Oh, I'm sure it was expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, but I'm positive it had one. Because it's right there as if you're coming from the old future world. You know, and you're hanging the left there, heading towards Mexico. You'll encounter that before you even come to the cantina. It's on your right. Yes. Right there, the booth. All right, Pam, let's talk about dining Mexican style. So we've, uh, let's go some other options. If you got to go counter service, snacky, or table service. We're, we're, All right. Because you got to have Mexican food on Cinco. All right. So if you're in the Magic Kingdom, you know where you can head to, right? I don't know. Pecos Yeah, Pecos Bills, Bills fajitas. Yeah. Fajitas, and they have tacos, I believe, and even like a taco salad and uh, whatnot. But yeah, that's where you can go. Now it is, um, you know, <laughs> I'm not sure that we're going to be mentioning all the authentic locations, right? <laughs> right. But Pecosville is like you end up, I think everyone ends up eating there at some point right, right at Pecosville. I mean, really and truly you do. It has indoor seating. It has outdoor seating. Um, you can actually go to the overflow over at uh, the bowl of meat place. Yeah, the <laughs> Tortuga Tavern. Yes, Tortuga Tavern. So you have that. But I think Pecos Bills is always a good thing. And one thing about Pecos Bills, when you're in there eating, they actually have written out when you walk in like the one of the main doors there. Um, they have the like the story of Pecos Bill written sort of out there, and it's it's worth stopping and reading. I think it's it's really kind of cool. It is talks about how Pecos Bill once worked at Taco Bell and uh, took the fajita recipe and brought it to the Magic Kingdom. No, he didn't. He was a tall tale guy in the West. Uh, no, that was a bad joke. But uh, Swansea <laughs> searcher in the live chat said they should include night vision goggles at San Angel Inn. There you go. <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's see. We have. Yeah, um, yes, it's true. Let me ask you this because I have not been to Toledo over at Coronado. Pam, you have. You're nodding yeah, your head. So, is, would that be a good Cinco option? Because tapas, I think, right? No? I'm, yeah, it's definitely a Spanish influence, not really a Mexican influence, but that's sort of like the vibe there is there's 
a lot of Spanish tapas and things like that. When we were in Barcelona, they had a lot of restaurants that just do tapas. And that was kind of a cool thing. And that's sort of what you'll find at Toledo's as well. Plus it's a beautiful, beautiful restaurant. If you haven't been, um, you know, you should plan to go up and see there's a tree, there's trees in the restaurant. I mean, there's just sort of a stained glass looking thing. It really is beautiful. Um, and if not there, um, you can also go to Dahlia's, which is the lounge up there. And it has expansive views. I mean, really and truly the view from there is fantastic. So that's always um, another thing. You're not gonna find tacos and, and burritos there, but you're absolutely gonna find Spanish inspired food for sure. That's good. Yeah, I still haven't made it up there. I gotta get up there sometime. Ricky, you got something? Yeah, so if you're looking for a couple of options at Disney Springs, uh, you can go to um, Frontera Cochina, um, or you can go to Paradiso 37 as well. So both of those have some good options that you can consider if you're walking around Disney Springs. That's a good call. I've been to both, uh, actually multiple times for both. Frontier Cochina is super good because they have... It, to me, it's kind of um, it's very similar to like Hacienda, La Hacienda over at Epcot, like not not San Angel Inn, but La Hacienda, the sit down restaurant that's on mm -hmm. the water. Um, kind of the same menu where you can get things like fajitas, but it's like a it's like a more upscale like take on them. And they're super tasty options. I, I don't think a lot of people think about that place, but it, it's got really no, good options. No, that's kind of why I wanted to mention it, because I'm certain that a lot of people aren't thinking about either of those two places. Yeah, I really like that place a ton. Um, but Pam, what about you? Have you, you eaten at Frontier Cochina? Because I, I really like I've been there three times. Yes. So um, they do. It is sort of elevated um, food in that space. Um, I think that it offers like a whole experience. They have lots of different drinks and they have tables or not tables like guac, but guacamole that you can add things to like i know ours had bacon and whatnot but they had other things like papitas and stuff like that that you could add to your guacamole too which i thought was really interesting um i liked that sort of concept and i you know the chef rick bayless who does it he puts out some great food so um it's absolutely something to check out so I know that Haleo is not Mexican, it's Spanish inspired, um, mm -hmm. but tell us about that, Pam, because that's one of those places I still have not gotten to, and I don't know why, it's just, it, it, there's very few places I have not eaten in Walt Disney World, and this is one of those places I just never have gotten to yet. Small plates, right? And But I've heard just, every person has gone there has raved about this place. And it does, it has small plates, it has big plates, um, all of it, and the thing, you know, one of the things that always makes me feel good when we eat there is first of all, um, Chef Jose Andres. He has a fantastic charity that feeds so many people around the world. When the fighting started in Ukraine, that group was the first to go in there and make sure that people were being fed and whatnot. So this is someone who really, I think, does so much good in the world. And you love to see someone successful um, doing good. I think it just all you know, comes around in that. But Haleo has, both small plates and it has larger plates as well. They have um, a lot of different, you know, like cured ham things, lots of different cured hams and sausages and whatnot. Um, there's all different kinds of cheese to choose from, but then they also have just more, you know, traditional things that you will see. There's also seafood. So it's kind of the place where there's really something for everyone. There's also an outdoor seating location like on the back of the restaurant. It's not always something that they use, but it's something there. 
and there's beautiful artwork too when you walk into the restaurant it's a beautiful restaurant it's a big restaurant you are usually going to be able to get some kind of um dining there if you can't get an adr stop by and see if it's available um but there's just so many things to choose from there um everything that i've had there has been fantastic so give it a shot i will say too if you're at disney springs and you're looking just to get a margarita on cinco and you're just walking around doing some shopping checking out entertainment splitsville will probably have a lot of options you can get outside there on that and a lot of times we'll have a little live entertainment there kind of on their patio kind of th that corner by you know yes they that, do they have like an outdoor time. bar that that's a good place they'll probably have lots of margarita specials on cinco i'd say yeah that's a good there's um, I mean, dockside margaritas too uh yeah. at uh yes at the marketplace yes the, what fun. used to be the marketplace right yeah <laughs> what was the other place you said, Ricky, besides uh, Frontier Cochina? Because I forgot. Oh, a Paradiso 37. Yes. And that, that place, again, is a huge place. Always can get an ADR at this place. And it's it's not the best. I joked about it a couple no, of years ago as being my place to go right. to. It's okay. I mean, but I mean, but if the you're thing looking is. For something right. with that kind of flair to it, it's a good option. So. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things that, you know, on the Cinco de Mayo, like, would you rather wait three hours to get you know, some Mexican food or would you rather have it now and have something that's kind of Mexican adjacent, you know, or like Americanized Mexican food. I'd rather have it now, you know, and get, you know, just get some quesadillas on or something, you know, I'm fine with that, but they have a gigantic menu and they probably, they yeah. have good margaritas. I'm sure. I mean, they're, it's single to mile and you're, they have a lot of good outdoor spaces to dine. If it's a beautiful day, I mean, most places at Disney Springs do, but I mean, you're in Florida, yeah. eat outside. And then yeah. um, one other place too, if you are at Epcot, that you might want to consider going to is actually uh, Boardwalk Joe's Marvelous Margaritas, which is over on the boardwalk. <laughs> yes, that's so right. If you're looking for just getting a margarita uh, and you know maybe a Mickey pretzel, uh, then <laughs> this is the place for you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, totally. I'm trying to think what else. So entertainment though, you got to make sure that you see the uh, mariachi band in Epcot. They'll be doing a lot of performances on Secret of Mayo there in World Showcase. Uh, mariachi Cobre. I love yes. those guys. They so are good. they are so good on any day. It could be August, it could be December, could be February. I don't care. They stop me in my tracks because, you know, even on bad weather days, sometimes they'll perform right there, kind of inside the pyramid, like in the mm -hmm. in the square. And they are so talented. And they just I love the way they just play their music and they smile while they're per performing. And the music is just, I mean, it brings the the pavilion to life. And I mean, you know, like I, I still, because I've done this, right? I mean, if you have a margarita and, you know, I only have one margarita. That's all, you know, I'm not drinking to get crazy, but I, you know, I'll celebrate on Cinco de Mayo. I'll get one margarita, frozen margarita and stand there and watch these awesome performers. I mean, you know, in the sunshine of Florida, it's, it's a, it's a good day, you know, with some empanadas in your yep. belly. I mean, that's a good Cinco sure. de Mayo. So obviously you want to ride um, Grand Fiesta yes. Tour. You want to do that, yeah. but is it, what else could you do kind of? Cinco de Mayo adjacent, you know, around Walt Disney World. What is there any? Actually, I have something real quick that they now we didn't get to do this, but it is something they do once a week at Coronado. There's a class you can sign up for, and it's up. It takes place up in the Dahlia Lounge or however you pronounce that up at Dahlia. Up at Dahlia. Yeah, I'm fancy, super fancy yeah. mic, but it's um where you make uh you make this art piece out of like mosaic tiles like broken little pieces of glass i think it's yeah. on wednesdays we tried to do that over dopey and it was full 
but it looks super cool. Like you got to pay like 20 bucks, but it's a small little class and you get, you get souvenir to take home and they do it like once a week over at Coronado. So, and one of our guests came on the show and talked about it a few months ago and she said it was a blast. Yeah, it's a cool thing. I love that they've been doing these art things um, at the different hotels. And that is one that is one that they do there. I've seen it just about every time we've been there lately. So I would love to do that. So, Ricky, you have anything kind of uh, single to mile adjacent or entertainment wise or just anything? to do? Yeah, I guess, um, you know, I was just trying to think of uh, things that are kind of off the beaten path. You could now go to um, Mickey's Magic. Um, because now they have the Coco scene. Right. Uh, so you could catch that um, to kind of, you know, get a little bit of the flair. Um, so that's an option. That is a good that's option. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> I mean, it's it's something that wasn't there last year that's now, you know, available. Yeah, the Coco scene. So, man, what, we got to really stretch it here. But I mean, I know, you know, we are really stretching here, and I'm trying to think of different stuff to do. Um, I think, too. Um, one of the things you can do is check out what they're doing at the Kidcot station at the Mexico Pavilion too. They usually have some kind of little thing um, going on for um, not just Cinco de Mayo, but something else. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a major holiday, but it is a fun time to be down there. It's especially at Epcot. Like for some reason, Epcot kind of has a little more flavor to it. I mean, the Mexico Pavilion is actually hopping. I mean, it's just like if you're there Bastille Day, you know, in France. It, that's what I like about World Showcase, right? Is that you get to celebrate these these holidays in those pavilions where back home, you know, in Missouri, yeah, it's fun to go to, you know, El Azteca and get your, you know, my number 15 combination like I get every Friday night. But it's it's fun to be in that atmosphere because they're going to have extra performances by Mariachi Cobra. You're going to have other people there that are, you know, having a good time. Like, I love that. I, yeah, I, I've, we've done Canada Day uh, before, which, you know, is a lot of fun, too. Like, you're right, just celebrating the different, um, you know, festivals that are, you know, days that are big in other cultures is so much fun in World Showcase. And so that's kind of why, you know, celebrating Cinco de Mayo is such a fun thing to do at Epcot, because they do just, it just gets a little extra oomph added to it. You know, you just you feel a little happier for that for some reason when you're, it, yeah, you know, it's there. kind of the point of Epcot, right? right yeah, to learn something about other exactly. cultures and whatnot. And I think, you know, anytime you can celebrate that, um, you know, there, it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, and Swansea Searcher here in the live chat says got to draw Panchito at the animation experience over at Animal Kingdom, which is back in Rafiki's Planet Watch, which is, again, I would imagine that Disney probably does this resort-wide anywhere. They're going to do like an animation class or something like that. They're probably going to, on Seco de Mayo, maybe draw, you know, maybe Donald or something. For, you know, is, is he, Pan he's not Panchito. He's just Donald. He's hanging out with Panchito, right? Donald. Yeah, it's he's Donald, hanging out Panchito, with Panchito, and who's the other guy? Jose. 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 See, look at that. Good. Yeah. Okay. Jose Carioca. And karaoke was named after him. <laughs> no. 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 That's no, Japanese. No. Okay. What do we celebrate that day? Okay. What, what, we're going to celebrate know. Japan. When do we celebrate karaoke day? Anyway. I don't, yeah. You know no. what? We're calling it a show. I know it's a shorter show, but we do some long <laughs> shows sometimes. And it's Cinco de Mayo. So we got to get in line so we can get inside and get our 15 combinations right. at El Azteca. So cut us a break. We tried, you know, it's secret <laughs> about, but I mean, really it's not a major holiday, but it's a major fun holiday. It's a great, it's a great vibe at Epcot yeah. and around Walt Disney world. So if it you're celebrating today, it's 100% a vibe. Yes. yes it's fun. Get a Cinco de Mayo shirt, grab some <laughs> yes. ears that make you feel like you're celebrating and go do it. 
Exactly. Here, here's a PSA. Don't wear a shirt that says Cinco de Drinko. I don't. No, no, please. No. Um, don't. <laughs> don't. Okay, we are going to get out of here, but we'll be back again on Monday with a great trip report. Of course, next Wednesday, more Lister questions Friday. Who knows what we'll talk about? We'll talk about that next week. But we love having you as a Lister. We hope you always enjoy our shows. We share some laughs. We share some fun information and some memories from your Walt Disney World and all your Disney trips. That's kind of why we do what we do. But we appreciate you taking the time to listen to our show. Don't forget, our podcasts are always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. You know the deal. We've been doing this for over 2,200 episodes. Just swing by themagicforless.com. The agents are standing by this weekend. Yes, the agents do celebrate Cinco de Mayo, but then they get back to their computers and help you plan magical vacations to your favorite place. So just swing by the website, fill out as much information as you have on that free, no obligation quote form, and we'll take care of you from there. We're going to help you have a great time. Maybe you'll celebrate uh, Cinco de Mayo 2024 down there next year. You never, we can't book those yet. I shouldn't have said that yet. No, <laughs> Stop. Don't say that. Mike, ooh, hang on. Where's the record scratch? Nope, that's the horn. I can't even, I, I haven't even celebrated Cinco de Mayo yet. I'm hitting the wrong buttons on the board. Who knows? Anyway, just go over to themagicforless.com. We'll take care of it from there, I promise. All right, don't forget we have our Amazon affiliate link, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And if you'd like to support us on Patreon, we would love that. You get a bonus show every week. It's called Mike in the Midwest. Coming over this week, and thanks to everybody who supports us over there already, patreon.com slash beourguestpodcast. Give Ricky a follow on the social media. She's at Ricky Nibs, R-I-K-K-I-N-I-B-S. Pam's at TMFLT. Pam, I'm at Mike. Can't wait to talk to you this weekend. And join us this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. It's the BOGP Open Line. Scott and I will be together taking your calls with all the Disney news of the week. Be a part of the show. We love talking to you, so join us Sunday night. All right, for Ricky and Pam, I'm Mike wishing you a great weekend. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Whatever you do, be have fun out there. Stay safe and uh, you know, just be, make good choices and be careful. And we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.